Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. You can substitute that I, and we can say, On Christ the Solid Rock We Stand. I want this to apply to all of us. Well, the promotional material reads, As believers in Christ, we know he is our solid rock and firm foundation. He is our cornerstone when we completely trust and are committed to him. Are we standing on a firm foundation that will endure the test of time? In Matthew chapter 7, verse 25, the New International Version says, Jesus is speaking of building our life on a solid rock by saying, The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. He goes on to contrast the wise versus the foolish. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. Well, that's a hymn, a very well-known church hymn. And many of you, uh, as 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 I am, are familiar with this. And I love this hymn. I, it just speaks to my mind, body, soul, and spirit. Well, just to give you a little background, Edward Mote wrote this hymn in 1834, and it's his best-known hymn of many. Another reference to the same hymn is entitled, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. So Edward Mote was the pastor of Rehoboth. Baptist Church in Horsham, West Sussex in the United Kingdom. And today I want to read to you, not sing, but read to you four stanzas, and then I'm going to present the chorus also. So the first stanza of On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand reads, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, my righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Verse 2, when darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. Verse 3, his oath, his covenant, his blood, support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, He then is all my hope and stay. And verse 4 says, when he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found. In him, my righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. And the chorus says, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, 
All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. I love that hymn. So I want to go back over Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 25. And this is the New King James Version. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 25. And it reads, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Verse 25 reads, And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Well, you know, we're in the midst of uh, stormy season, and uh, I, I did a little research and found out that uh, a stormy season can consist of tornadoes, hurricanes, and typhoons. More severe tropical cyclones are called tropical storms. The most severe tropical cyclones are either called hurricanes or typhoons, depending on where they occur. Tornadoes, on the other hand, are rotating funnel clouds that only form over land, and they're much, much smaller than hurricanes. So when is the hurricane season, the, 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 the elements that are going to cause the most damage and devastation? Well, for 2023, I looked it up, and this is what I learned. The Atlantic hurricane season officially lasts from June 1st to November 30th. Though hurricanes can still, they can still occur outside of the season. In the Northeast Pacific, uh, the season starts a little earlier on May 15th. So the forecast generally covers the area encompassing the Atlantic Ocean, Caribbean Sea, and Gulf of Mexico. So hurricanes are devastating. Even with warning signs and predictions, some people are prepared to do what it takes to weather the storm, and then others are not. I can't say what's best because I've never been in a storm of that caliber. Nor can I judge people who make personal decisions to ignore their warnings and hunker down. I've seen the devastation, and I bet many of us would agree that it's difficult to rebuild and restore what is lost during a catastrophic storm. You know, I'm not talking about weather conditions necessarily, a tornado, hurricane, or typhoon. I'm talking about the storms of life. What happens when your marriage dissolves after 40 years? What about your failing health? What about the job you lost or your house in foreclosure or a repossessed vehicle? Maybe a loved one, a spouse, child, or parent has died. Perhaps you have the responsibility of aging parents. The results of our storms can leave us wrestling with the unexpected or leading us to unchartered waters. Whichever it is, it throws us for a loop. And a good example is the COVID-19 pandemic. Devastation on all fronts. People dying, people losing their jobs, people uh, you know, just not being able to make ends meet is just, we know, we experienced, and it was a global pandemic, so it just wasn't a regional area that people had to contend with that life storm. When was the last time you got the wind knocked out of your sails? 
when was the last time you made a decision and the outcome didn't deliver what you expected? Life storms can land us in a place where we are reeling, bending like a top, trying desperately to make sense of what just happened. We often feel like fish out of water, floundering around, groping, trying to get our bearings. But you know, at the end of the day, we have Christ to stand on because he is our solid rock. Our house, our physical bodies will not be crushed, demolished, or destroyed. We are secure and can stand on Christ's foundation because he is the true God and true man. Jesus Christ is our solid rock. So what should we do when we are met with life storms and devastation and catastrophe? Well, I'm glad you asked. The first thing I want to recommend is, this is not an exhaustive list, but the first thing I want to recommend is stand firmly on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Based on who Jesus is, we know without a shadow of doubt, he's for us, not against us. God's always working in and through our lives. His invitation for us to work with him always leads us to a crisis of belief that requires faith, and action. I read this in God's Daily Word Ministries, and it was written by Steve Troxell. Listen to this powerful commentary. The solid rock is no place to tremble, no place to fear. He will remain solid for all eternity, and as we stand on him, he will accomplish through us what we are unable to do in our own strength. He is our new life, our strength, our identity, and all our self-worth. He is our comfort when we grieve, and he is our guiding light when we have lost our way. Let's honor our Heavenly Father as we continue to stand. Let's bring him glory as we resolve to stand firm on the rock. The second thing I would recommend that we should do is to give thanks in all circumstances. If we are unsure what to thank God for, we can begin by thanking him for our salvation. We can also express our gratitude to the Lord for his forgiveness, his grace, and his mercy toward us. We can also sing, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. In Psalm 95, verse 2, the New International Version, it says, Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. The third thing I would suggest is to ask for help by praying and talking to God. But more importantly, listen to God. He'll speak. God speaks by the Holy Spirit through the Bible, prayer, circumstances, and the church to reveal himself his purposes, and his ways. Did you get that? He speaks to us through our circumstances. Psalm 116, verse 2, and this is the English Standard Version, says, Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. Ask for help. The fourth thing I recommend is, Praise God in the midst of the storm. No matter what is going on, remember God is for us, not against us. 
In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, this is the New Living Translation. Translation. It reads, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. The fifth thing I would suggest is to find the peace of God in the midst of the storm. You know, the tornado swirling around, it can uplift trees, it can uproot trees, it can pick up an entire house, it can pick up semi-trucks, and it can swirl things around. And in the eye of a storm is where there's the most calm, the most peace. So find the peace of God in the midst of the storm. Philippians, and I know we're all familiar with this verse, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, New King James Version says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then the sixth and final thing that I would suggest is to expect deliverance, healing, and restoration to come from God. The best story that depicts who God is in the midst of devastation, catastrophe, pain, and hurt, and suffering is Job. Go back and read the story of Job. God will restore, he will deliver, and he will heal. In Psalm 30, verse 5, this is New King James Version, it reads, For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Then it goes on to say, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I want to go back over a few more passages that talk about Christ, the solid rock, and our firm foundation. The first one I want to present to you is in the Old Testament. It's Isaiah chapter 28, verse 16, New International Version. It says, so this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic. Oh, that's a powerful passage. Never be stricken with panic. And then in 1 Corinthians, in the, in the New Testament, chapter 3, verse 11, English Standard Version says, For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. So we don't want to build our house on sinking sand. And that's metaphorical. We don't want to be un, uh, uh, not have a sure footing as we walk and journey through these circumstances that will come because we're, we're going to live life. We're going to live. And with life comes circumstances that are out of our control. Psalm 40, verse 2, New International Version says, He lifted me out of the slimy pit. Out of the mud and mire, he set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. And then again, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 25. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. We started with that passage, and we've ended with that passage. So in conclusion of this episode today, 
On Christ the solid rock I stand. On Christ the solid rock we stand. Plant your feet firmly on Christ the solid rock where our hope is built. Don't be moved by your circumstances, the hardships and the tests from God. Pray for discernment to know when you're being tempted versus tested. He knows what we can endure. Remember, God is for us. He's not against us. Let him do what we are unable to do. With him, all things are possible. Apart from him, we can do nothing. Remember, God is for us, not against us. Let's grow in faith and remain steadfast. And with that, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.